to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and New York should be fun. Aaron, not fun. Oh my gosh, is that your tagline? Because my tagline is basically the same thing. Are you ready? Yes, Julia. Let's hear it. No, you're a bitch. And guess what? It's coming to you hot. Which is Uva's line, her tagline for next season. And that is something she said about Aaron. I love it. So we're both hating on Erin. Oh, Erin is awful. Um, we have- I was liking her, and then she did something I will never forgive her for. Oh, but we- we'll get into okay. it later. Well, we have no Alex this week. He is a very busy boy, and he is missed. Um, but Julia, I think we can't contain ourselves. Let's get into New York. Okay. Um, the least exciting of all the shows we watched this week, yet we both made our taglines about it, so we have a lot of feels. I think that just shows what an excellent lineup that we currently have mm-hmm. because it is so good, all of our shows. But I think this was a good episode of New York. It, uh, no? Okay, you're like, I what just, do you mean? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no? I just think these women aren't nearly as fun as all the other women are. Oh, no. The they're cast, not fun, Joel. Yeah. Let okay. me establish. They are not fun. Aaron is not fun. No, who is the least fun? Who? Sigh. Oh yeah, Sai's no fun. Sai has made herself the villain. She, uh, she doesn't know it. No, and she just attacks people. Like, what? What do you want Jessel to say? I know. I'm a total team Jessel. Oh, I love Jessel, and people like Jessel. I think Aaron and Sai are have no idea of how this is perceived. People hate Sai, and people hate Aaron. But Aaron is like a good villain. Sai is like a Teddy Melon camp. Like boring. Is that mm-hmm. too aggressive to say? No, it's not. If somebody showed up 45 minutes late to a lunch, we would never hear the end of it. So, yeah. Size and Teddy have that in common. That's very true. Julia, what is Aaron's grievance that will make you never forgive her? Okay, grievance number one oh, is... Oh, multi, multi-part. Yeah. Okay. Pushing someone into the pool isn't a prank. Not fun. It's, but it's not a prank. Like, I feel like a prank has a beginning, middle, and an end. And, and push- relief, Julia. It has relief. Yeah. And pushing someone to the pool isn't fun or funny. Then secondly, when Aaron takes Uba's phone and Uba's all pissed. Yes. And then the next day, Uba's giving Aaron the silent treatment. Aaron leaves to go like change her sunglasses or whatever. Hot topic issue. And Uba says, Aaron was just here. Yeah, because they're trying to round up. Right. And Aaron comes down, goes, stop saying my name. Stop saying my name. Mm-hmm. In that moment, Uba was just helping with the head count. And yeah. for some reason, that turned me off Aaron so much. Because at first, I was kind of feeling bad for her. But the fact she was so excited that Uba said her name and was ready to confront Uba, I'm like, oh, Aaron loves this. Aaron yeah. loves that Uba's hating her. Aaron loves Sunglass Gate. Aaron loves all of it. Do and that made me what, not like her. What really bothered me about that end conversation is like, you know, we're getting the previews and it looks, and we see Uba in Aaron's face. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is, it's Uba like acting kind of more aggressively towards Aaron. And then we see the whole scene. Not even a little bit. Right. Aaron is so aggressive with Uba. Uba turns around and says, you need to take off your sunglasses if you're talking to me. Moves them down her face after Aaron has like her hands waving in front of face, her face the whole time. And then Aaron acts like she's scared. And there is kind of that thing of yeah. different ethnicities and like the, you know, 
the tropes associated with that. And I felt like Aaron totally overreacted and then acted like the victim. And Uba was this big aggressor when I felt like Aaron was actually being really aggressive with Uba. Also, Aaron committed the ultimate housewife sin. What? And that's an outfit repeat. <gasps> she wore that same white shift dress twice. I thought it looked familiar. On a three-day vacation. Yes. Okay. And <sighs> Julia also, again, prank. The phone was not a prank. She went to bed. Know what you do if you wanted to do that? You take the phone while you're all hanging out. You'll say, oh, I look so cute. Uba, will you take a picture with me? Yo, I want you to use your phone. Right. Let Uba freak out. And they go, okay, you can take a picture with mine. Hand to her own phone. Because it has beginning, the end is immediate, and it has relief. Putting the phone in a jello mold. That is a prank. If not broken, yes. <laughs> it is a Ziploc bag in a jello mold. Yeah. Also, have you noticed that every time Erin does something like that, she goes, it's just a joke. Mm-hmm. It's just a prank. If you have to explain your joke like that in that tone of voice, odds are not, right. not fun. Okay, my other thing I have okay, to okay. say about this episode. Did you find Jessel's spring break story funny? I thought it was funny. Was Sai... Was she well? She acted like that was the funniest thing she's ever heard in her life. No, no. Sai was faking it, trying to get a shot. That was okay. totally fake. Love Jessel. Total Jessel stand. But you can't go on and on a whole episode saying how you didn't get any help from your parents. And then have your funny story be... Spring, You're in Cancun! Spring breaking in Cancun. Nobody called that out. I did. I thought, I, thought I called it out too. And I get it. Like... We said this last episode. Like, that's her story. What do you want her to say? And then you make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Bryn, her choking on dicks to make a good blowjob was actually kind that of That was funny. pretty funny. And this is a Jenna Lyons, the most amazing housewife award goes to her because Bryn is laying it on thick, acting like she was trying to date Jenna. Mm-hmm. Like, which could be perceived as kind of mean considering Jenna just went through a very hard breakup. Yes. And Brent clearly has no intention of dating Jenna, but Jenna's playing along and it's becoming the most delightful part yeah. of Roni. I think it's, so congratulations it's, to both of them for just being able to take a joke yeah. and being lighthearted and it's just cute and I'm enjoying it. So was, thank you, Jenna and Brent. Was our Jenna crying at dinner? Was that this episode? Oh my gosh, this trip is so long. It's I have no so idea. Long. We're still there too. We're never leaving. We're Ju- never leaving. Justice for Jenna. That's all I have to say. Yes. We love Jenna. Are we ready to talk about a different trip, OC, that is also going on forever? Yes. Let's go to Mexico. Okay. Let's get some happy endings in Mexico. Okay, let's start off with that. Gross. No, no offense to people who work in sex work, but... I can't imagine a scenario where I would be, like, down to be a recipient of that. Not only was she not only down, she asked for it. I can't. I can't wrap my head around that. On the spectrum between Vicky getting a happy ending and Madison being offended she was given a vibrator, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. Madison threw away a perfectly good vibrator this episode, but we'll get to that later. Well, maybe previously used. We don't know. Yeah, true. Um, They are so... So mean to Heather. I don't even understand the Heather fight. They all hate Heather and they'll they'll take what they can get. Uh, is what I think. Uh, yeah. Um, and that being said, like, Alex did bring up the whole Snuffleupagus 
everyone forgot what the original comment was. And now it's being taken so out of context. Why are they believing Tamara? I know. That's insane. And Heather was allowed to break the fourth wall this episode. She says, I'm quitting this show. Her selling her OC house. I feel like she's already submitted her resignation letter. Yeah. And the Vicky, like Vicky going so hard on Jen was bizarre. Like Vicky is kind of a fun shake it up thing, but I don't think I want Vicky full time. Um, neither do producers. She's been fired. Clearly. So Shannon, as we watched Shannon do tequila shots from her snorkel. No, Julia, her tube, her ocean (laughs) tube. Amazing. But also it's these choices that lead you to becoming the most watched person on the internet to where People who never watch Housewives are texting me three days after the news of Shannon Bedore's DUI breaks that one of our Housewives got a DUI. Like, it's we like, know. Yeah, we know. We've seen every piece of footage we possibly can. And Julia, she said... So been- she's hitting, like, normal media outlets. Like, people who yeah. don't know Housewives now know the name Shannon Bedore. And um, Archie is officially under... Domestic dog violence investigation. Oh, gosh. So Gina is somewhere laughing. All right, Julian, I have a question. Yes. After Vicky randomly confronts Jen for the thousandth time, mm-hmm. Jen says this in her testimonial. I thought I knew where we were going with this, and then she loses me. Okay, are you ready? Uh, yes. I wish my marriage would have worked. I loved my husband. I loved my family. I made a lot of fucking hard decisions and I held up my end. Just hold up your end. So, okay. So I did a lot of thinking on this because when she started saying, I wish I was still married, I was like, no, do not let these women trick you, break you down and trick you. Stay with your terrible boyfriend. But then at one point in the episode, and I don't have the direct quote, she does say, her husband kept telling me, no, we're good, we're good, we're and good, we're no, I, we're not good. And we know from previous episodes, like, they slept in separate rooms. I think she's like, I love my husband, but our marriage wasn't working. I think she had a roommate. Right. So that was a weird thing, because in the beginning, she's like, I love my family, and I loved everything I had. Okay, gotcha. But I think she cheated on him with, I almost called him Ryan. Is this Ryan actually Ryan? I think that Jen cheated on her husband when her marriage was already six feet under. She was separated and he didn't know about it yet. Right. And so she didn't give up her marriage. Her marriage was already gone. I think that's what she's telling us. So she's saying, like, I loved my family. I made the hard decision to leave and alienate myself. And then she says, the I'm holding up my end of the bargaining. You need to hold up yours. That's directly to Ryan. And then she calls him. And calls him out because, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were calling Ryan with Taylor. Yes. It makes me nervous he's cheating on her all the time, which is clearly what yeah. everyone else is nervous about. But it was his reaction where, no, I have a clean slate. It's like, no, 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 you don't have a clean slate, but we already know everything on your slate. And this See is the, I mean? Yeah. And this okay. is the tricky thing because do we think Ryan's a cheater? Yes. Yes. No, we... We know. We know. He says I am. He probably currently is. Do we think Tamara knows something 
nothing concrete or she would have spilled it. Right. I don't believe the year and a half. I think there's something else, but I think Tamara just doesn't know what it is. I think she just has like a giant I told you so waiting in her pocket for when he inevitably does cheat on her, which isn't a good way to be a friend. Taylor, though. Amazing. I know. I love her. What a supportive queen. I know. Um, Speaking of no support, Salt Lake City? Yes. All right. Um, Angie's insane. Angie has replaced Jin Shaw with being absolutely unhinged. I think she's just trying so hard. She's nuts. Um, I've started uh, Angie is Greek count. Oh, yes. What's our Greek word of the day? I can't remember the Greek word, but it was liar or untrustworthy? Like untruthful? Fake? Yes. Oh, fake. Fake. That was fake. Okay. Yeah, so we have a... <laughs> so not only could I not remember it in Greek, I couldn't remember it in English. Angie mentioned that she was Greek twice this episode. Yes. Let's... And Lisa mentioned her ring 75 times. I I don't mind the uh, the ring thing. I do have to say, the what was it called? Warm and fuzzy and prickles or whatever? Yes. I love that each girl, when they got their warm and fuzzy, was like, thank you. And then was genuinely shocked to fire the follow-up of the prickle. Even when they were like, okay, give it to me. I can handle it. Like, they, <gasps> they could not handle it. No. But to quote Monica, I hate this game. Why is Whitney Rose... Leading the charge? Right. And I love how she put her prickly rose right in her game branding. Oh, you think we're going to get playing cards? Yes. Mary, thank goodness she's back. This was a really good Mary episode. No, what, Julia? She didn't stand out as TLC crazy. She blended right in. But it's also they all give her a pass. She never participates. And they all just let her do her own thing. Yeah. I think that nobody really wants her to participate. So they're like, that's okay. But when she got paired up with Monica, I was kind of feeling sorry for Monica. Um, They had a great time. Why the were, best time. They were the two that looked good at dinner. Everybody else. Who was the worst? Oh, Lisa. Lisa, but I'm going to say Whitney was a close second. <laughs> they were all great sports about it. They truly were. Um, honestly, Angie was really bad and she picked her out. I was going to say she was my third worst. Julia, do you know why she picked that? Because she's Greek. Because she's Greek. <laughs> my favorite part of the episode is Meredith's English accent that started coming out. Oh my out. gosh. The matter she got, the more British she came. And I thought I was so clever writing that down and then Heather stole it from me. So darn. Um, also, second favorite part of the episode is when Heather's throwing up and Whitney's scratching at the door <laughs> to being let out. Also, every time now we go into Mary's closet room, yeah, we're going to have to picture an African gray bird flying around the room. She drowned that bird. Shitting <laughs> on everything. I don't think it was contained in a cage. She kept saying it was a flying cat, but like if you have a bird in a cage, it's not a flying cat. It's a bird in a cage. I think Mary doesn't make a lot of great decisions, so I'm not surprised by that at all. Oh my gosh, I loved it. All right, Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. We got three newbies, and yes. I have to say, so far, excellent casting. I know. I wanted a JD, as I was talking about last week. Now I have a JT. That's fine. I'll take him. Um, how tall do you think he is? I don't think he's that short. I think he's 5'8". He's 5'5". Five five. 
Oh, that is quite small. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's oh, a so Juliet, gym. please remember how tall was Austin? Are they all six two? He Austin's like six foot four. So he's like a foot taller than Well, this and man. then Shep and Craig are all really tall. Yeah. So, so this poor guy. And then they like bully him and make him wear the shirt, but then Shep buys the hat to make him feel better. The whole dynamic is weird. He's definitely the odd man out, but it's also because he's going up against three full-time cast members who've yeah. been on the show forever and are genuine friends, and here's... This guy's acting like it. Like, he is earning that paycheck. He is. Um, can I say, do not hold this against me. I think Shep is handling this very well. Oh, okay. At the beginning of this episode, I was like, oh my gosh, Shep, you're amazing. And then he says oh, wait, things are you like, like are this. Is this the thing about women want to have jobs progressive? Is that what you're about to tell me? Yes. Okay, let's Girls want careers and shit. It's very progressive. Um, granted, this is said by someone who doesn't have a job. Like, I was going to say, he doesn't have a career. We're watching Shep work right now. Do we think Taylor and Austin slept together when... 100%. No, I, Do you know what I was no, so disappointed they about? Did, they did mouth stuff or something gross like that. You know what I mean? That's how Austin, when Shep's interrogating him, can say, well, we didn't sleep together. They did everything but or something. Austin is really holding on to that loophole, but he's 100% lying. But he was like, I wouldn't tell you if I did. And then Shep sitting there is like, well, now I don't feel great about this. Yeah. And the fact that Austin didn't say Taylor dipped out made me want to cry. I was really hoping yeah, you for had this. the most. Okay, I have a question. Taylor quits her job, stupid, and then can't get her old job back. She can't be a dental assistant somewhere else. I feel like there's multiple dentistries in Charleston, right? Yeah, and then who helps her get that job? She's so terrible at it's Shep's friend. Huh? Oh no, Taylor's just sleeping with all of Shep's friends. The saddest, most awkward thing though on this episode hmm. was when Rod kissed gluten-free Olivia and it was the worst. It was the most awkward. She stopped the kiss multiple times to continue her sentence about thanking him for her gluten-free bread and then sat there in silence. Yeah. My favorite part of the episode was right off top that Craig told us he's not telling Paige that she's being accused of cheating because he's super scared of her. <laughs> also, he asked her on the phone when she's coming back to Charleston. We all know she's coming back Saturday. This is established <laughs> last know. episode. We know their schedule. We don't have to be reminded, Craig. I also like that she couldn't talk to him because she was having a really busy week. What was she doing, Julia? Getting a pedicure. Nice. All right, awards. Awards. My If Alex Was Here Award, named after our co-host Alex Moran, who loves uh, laughing about totally random things in these shows. I give this award to Taylor from OC, who, when giving a toast, says, onwards and upwards, as they cheer, and then quotes, Willy Wonka. <laughs> and I just know Alex would have loved that Willy Wonka shout out. All right, Jules, what's your award? My award is the JT's Great Love Story Award, and I'm giving that to him because he's establishing this award. And that is, he said about his first marriage, when you fall in love with a girl and the government tells you to break up with her, you have to marry her. That's pretty funny. I also, what a great love story. Not that great, says Craig. <laughs> well, Alex, we've missed you so much, and uh, we'll be back next week. Yes, thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Julia. Anytime. 
You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.